Step right up to Season 2 of The Barnum Show, a podcast series created by students in the American Carnival First Year Seminar at Worcester State University in Fall 2019. Each episode tells one story from the life of America's quintessential showman, P.T. Barnum. Hero, trickster, or fraud? You be the judge. But just remember what Barnum never said. There's a sucker born every minute. The American Museum a museum filled with curiosities beyond anyone's imagination. This was the ultimate destination for the fascinating and the weird. It was one of Barnum's proudest creations, and one that could have been a reminder of that extraordinary man. However, Barnum did not have the greatest luck when it came to buildings that were listed under his name. On the 25th of November in 1864, the Confederate Army of New York, while on an arson spree, attempted to burn the American Museum in all of its glory. On that pitiful day, Captain Robert C. Kennedy entered the museum and set a fire in the stairwell. The museum at its time had been filled with visitors, so the building erupted into a chaotic mess. A stampede of people ensued onto the streets. Thankfully, no one was killed or seriously injured. A similar occurrence took place less than eight months later, one that would prove to be much more detrimental. On July 13th, 1865, around noon, an employee came running up and announced his office was on fire. Firemen quickly evacuated visitors, human performers, and animals. Anna Swan, the giantess of Nova Scotia, had to be rescued as she was too big to fit through the windows. The firemen first attended to patrons, as some had collapsed or were too confused to find their way around. William Nicomara, a firefighter, single-handedly evacuated many patrons and performers. Many animals had burned to death as they were unable to escape on their own. This includes two beluga whales that boiled to death in their tanks. Some snakes had managed to survive the fire or were instantly trampled and killed by the stampede. The fire broke out in three separate locations throughout the museum, something that could suggest arson or a hate crime. By 1.30 in the afternoon, the roof had entirely collapsed. Thousands witnessed the fire blazing from the museum as they stood in front of St. Paul's Church in the Astor House. Here with me, I have Elizabeth Collins, who claims to have been one of the thousands standing there watching the fatal collapse. So tell me, Elizabeth, what was it like standing there watching this disaster go up in flames right in front of your eyes? Absolutely crazy. One minute I was walking to the grocery store to get things for dinner. The next thing I know, people are screaming and crying. So naturally, I look to my left and bam, I see flames coming out of the museum. Did you get a chance to see any of the animals running wild around the streets? I got pushed to the very back once the firefighters arrived, so all I could see were the backs of other people. But oh boy, I could hear them. I swear I could hear this roar so loud, it sounded like they were right behind me. That sounds very intriguing, Elizabeth. What it must have been like to be on the scene. Thank you so much for coming and talking to me. Thanks for having me. That was very interesting for us to hear what happened from someone who was actually there. Fortunate or possibly suspicious, Barnum was not present during this wreck as he was presenting a speech to the Connecticut legislature. When he heard the news, he continued on with his speech as if nothing had occurred. He then drove home to get a good night's sleep and then finally made the trip to New York the next morning to inspect the damage. The estimated loss for all the damage done was $2 million. One would think that after two fires, Barnum might 
give up on the idea of owning his own spectacular museum, but that was not the kind of man Barnum was. The morning after the fire on July 13th, Barnum was already talking about a new and better museum three times the size. However, on March 3rd, 1868, after boasting about the improved attractions, Barnum's precious museum came tumbling down in a fiery mess. This fire, thankfully, it occurred in the morning, so there were no patrons present. The same could not be said for the animals and the curiosities housed within. The fire engines were delayed in arriving to the scene due to the snow. It makes one think, if they had arrived earlier, could they have possibly saved the museum in all of its glory? Mm -hmm.